Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, hour number two, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And uh, now talk some more Super Bowl. This, of course, Super Bowl Monday, a lot of stuff to get to. But I do want to send a shout-out to Stephen A., uh, who talked to my class today at USC. Wow! Uh, My intro into sports media, that was uh, nice. I also... Want to send a uh, shout-out to David Cummings. He works at CBS Sports and at St. Francis. I pinch hit for Chris today. Uh, yeah, how'd that who, go? It went well. Thank you, speak. by the way. Uh, yeah, with uh, Tony. Tony Reale. Reale from um, uh, part on the, um, Around the Horn, the host of right. Around the Horn. So we spoke to students at St. Francis. It was crazy is... Tony Reale, his where he lives in New York, Chris, is his back, his window faces the soccer field for St. Francis to the college. Really? Wow. So out the window where he was sitting. Is that he on said, Long Island? Or where is it? Di- no, I don't know. St. Francis, I think, is uh, in the city. I don't, really? I don't know where St. Francis is, but uh, it was weird. He said, there's your soccer field. Can you see it right outside right. our window? Wow. So, uh, Stephen A. spoke to my class. I, I, I spoke to uh, St. Francis today. That's it. Great. All right. It is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we are, of course, going to continue our wall-to-wall coverage of Super Bowl 56, Rams 23, Bengals 20. We got the Hall of Famer, Rob Woodson, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Rob, a lot of... I guess, I don't know if controversy is the right word, but a lot of buzz, a lot of talk about Cooper Cup winning the MVP. When the game was over, and, you know, obviously your mind kind of goes toward, okay, who's going to be the MVP? Two names came to my mind, Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. Not in that order necessarily, but Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. I also thought Matt Stafford had a shot just because he's the quarterback and he threw three touchdowns, including the game winner. So I thought he might have a chance, but I thought he was the least deserving of those three. I thought Donald was second, and I thought they got it right. I thought it was Cooper Cup. Donald was the best defensive player on the field, but I thought Cup was the best offensive player all night. Um, His like several big plays uh, starting with, I mean, that fourth and one with about less than five minutes left around midfield. And they kind of ran the reverse and got him the football. And look, he's not a running back, but he ran that play perfectly. If he cuts up field a little sooner than I think Von Bell, the defensive back for the Bengals tackles him short of the first down if he stretches it out toward the sideline, I don't think he gets the first down. There's a Bengals defender out there. And he cut up at just the right time, ends up gaining seven yards. 
to keep the drive alive, had four receptions on that drive for 39 yards. And as we talked about with Greg Jennings, was everyone in the stadium, everyone watching on TV knew the football was going to Cooper Cup because OBJ was out with injury. Their top two tight ends were out, and they couldn't run the ball. They, they were they were averaging about one yard per carry, little little better than that. And so you knew it was going to Cup. He was double teamed quite a bit, and he still was able to get open, make the plays, get yards after the catch, and then of course got the touchdown, the game winning touchdown reception over Eli Apple. So I, I thought he was strong. I thought his run, yards after the catch were huge. Even on their first touchdown in the first quarter, he had a play where he made two Bengals miss and ran for 20 yards after the catch to help set up the touchdown by Odell Beckham Jr. So, Rob, I thought it was uh, the right choice. I, and I wouldn't have cried foul had Aaron Donald got it because he, he played well. But I thought it was right to give it to Cup. Yeah, I, I didn't think Cup was the uh, MVP. Um, I think he was kind of tied in the way Stafford, you know, they both had the two touchdowns. Uh, Stafford, had to, he had two. Uh, didn't have a lot of yards, 82 yards. Donald, 92. 92. Uh, ch- changed everything for me. Uh, how many passing yards? Not, Cup caught 92 yards receptions. 92 oh, yards I, thought, I thought it was 82. Um but Donald, Donald changed the game in the second half. After the Bengals scored those 10 points early on, I mean, he was a single-handed wrecking crew in the second half. They, they stopped the Bengals from doing almost anything. Uh, of course, you talk about everybody, you know, paying attention to Cup, which is true because of uh, the lack of people. But the Bengals paid a lot of attention to Aaron Donald, and he still was able to get through – uh, after halftime, he had the four tackles, two sacks, three quarterback hits. And then at the end of the game, you want to talk about Cup making the catch for the touchdown. He took matters in his own hands with the final two plays, of course, making the key tackle on third down, which forced the fourth down, and then hitting Burrow, forcing the incompletion to clinch the victory. But but I know we're an offensive-laden society and it's always about offense and I think what's the guy's name Rob G Larry who was the, the DB who got the two interceptions who was the last I, I don't remember was it Larry he, Brown Larry Brown Chris Larry Brown he yeah. was the uh, MVP in that Super Bowl he caught two he got two interceptions and Larry Brown but not often do defensive players we saw even the year when the Rams came in with that High-potent offense, 35 points a game. Chris, they scored three points. Nobody on defense uh, got a sniff of the trophy. Um, as far as MVP, it went to Wes Welker, who had uh, you know a good game but no touchdowns. So I think defensive players often get overlooked because it's harder to look at their impact unless it's an, unless you take the ball. You know, like unless you grab interceptions to stop the game or, 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 you know, or change the game in that vein where people can see it. I think some of the dirty work and some of the other stuff that Donald does and he, he wrecked half it, havoc against the Bengals and Joe Burrow, I, I just thought he was the MVP in a game that was so important and basically shut down 
uh, the Bengals after they scored that quick, the touchdown, Chris, and then after the Stafford interception, they had that field goal. They scored 10 points in two or three minutes, and that was it for the night. Now, look, Donald was great. I'm not going to sit up here and disparage Aaron Donald. That would be asinine. Uh, He played a great game. The thing is, he was one of many wreaking havoc. Um, He was one of, like, five Rams that got a sack. They were facing a piss-poor offensive line. Yeah, but they got um, no sacks in the first half. I mean, yeah, it, it but that's their fault. They had no reason they shouldn't. Have. I mean, that offensive line is leaky. All right, uh, Tennessee was sitting there at halftime, going, "What? You can't get to Burrow? My goodness, we sacked them nine times." So thankfully, they woke up in the second half. But you know, Von Miller wreaked havoc too. He had two sacks. He had two tackles for losses, same as Donald. Um, I do think Donald played better. Van Vaughn, I mean, it was a little more valuable. They both played terrifically. But I just think that's the thing. Like, it wasn't a one-man wrecking crew. Yes, he was the best. But there were several defensive players who did, who played close as well as he did. Whereas offensively, I mean, they got, the Rams got no run game at all. In fact, their best run of the night came from Cooper Cup. Uh, Once OBJ went down, it was all cup as far as receivers. And so, and then, of course, the game went and drive, the magnitude of that, catch the touchdown and, and all of that. I, I just thought cup deserved it. But, you know, Aaron Donald, look, he, he was terrific. Um, good to see him get that Super Bowl. You know, look, his legacy was what it was entering the game. I mean, some people think he could be the greatest defensive player ever. Um, to get the I'll number of sacks with, he uh, does from Lawrence the interior Taylor to this point, yeah, I, I, I would take more. But yeah, I'm I, no, and I'm, I mean, I think a lot of people, probably more people than not, would be with you on Lawrence. I, I'm with you there, but for his, him to get the number of sacks he does from an interior defensive lineman position is incredible. And like I said, Rob, there are some Bruce Smith. Brian Erlacher, some of these phenomenal defensive players that never won a Super Bowl. But more of the all-time elite of the elite on the defensive side of the ball have won Super Bowls. And so I do think it means something, not just to him personally, but for his legacy that he did win a Super Bowl. And he, he'll he be known but I don't, for that. I don't think if he didn't win – People wouldn't look at him still as, as how I said dominant. his legacy I, yeah. was set as a great defensive yeah. player, but but he also would have been in that, like I said, with Bruce Smith, all time great defenders never to win it. I mean, when we talk about LT, we talk about Mike Singletary, Ray Lewis, Rod Woodson, Charles yeah, Woodson, I, I, Ronnie Lott. They won Super Bowls. I don't I think you, that people would say Lawrence Taylor was the greatest defensive player if he hadn't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I disagree with that. I, the, the way he played, I, I, I covered Lawrence Taylor during that time. I thought he was he was unbelievable as far as dominant on the field. And it was a different game, obviously, Chris. You could grab uh, right. quarterbacks and throw them down. I mean, there would be two guys on him. He would reach and grab the quarterback no, he was, and, he and was throw awesome. him down. It was some of the most unbelievable stuff I had ever seen uh, in LT. I was a young pup uh, back then covering – 
Uh, but but obviously, whenever you can win, it's going to enhance what you're doing. There's no doubt. Yeah, because, I mean, it just it is the logical conclusion of dominant play. It doesn't happen yes. all and, the time. And, and the last you one know, before that. You that dominant, was do- it's like we're, you're going to win. And it was did. Von Miller. That was the one who won when they beat Cam. Don, Don, Ron right. Miller won. He had the big game in that one. And that was weird, too, because if you remember that, Peyton Manning was terrible. There wasn't much yeah, he offense going wasn't on. Win that. <laughs> he that. He only had like he had like a less than a hundred yards. He might have oh, thrown yeah. one touchdown, Chris. Did he throw one touchdown in that in that uh, Super Bowl? He but yeah, Von Miller. I mean, he was bad and they, that whole season. Yeah, he he got benched that year if you remember, and then they just yep, brought him back yep. at the end of actually playing the Super Bowl. But that's what you know. I'm talking about like nobody really thinks about that, Rob. We just think he won two Super Bowls. And nobody really looks at, you know, how bad he was that season or in that Super Bowl. And like I mentioned, John Elway, three touchdowns, eight picks in his five Super Bowls. But nobody thinks about that. And I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying they won. Like, when you get to the big game, man, regardless of position, it's about winning. And I don't, I don't think. But I mean, I, yeah, I, everybody right, let me is ask nice you about Barry Sanders. If, is Barry Sanders not okay. thought of as as one of the great running backs? He didn't even. He had no playoffs. Oh, it's, it's totally different for running backs. Okay. They, most of the great running backs didn't lead their teams to Super Bowls. Eric Dickerson didn't. He might be the greatest of all. L.J. Simpson, I think, played one playoff game in his entire career. He's one of the greatest ever. Um, Walter Payton, of course, you know, got to the Super Bowl. With Ditka in '85, and didn't even they didn't even give him the ball to score a touchdown. Who was uh, on the sidelines? Who was on the sidelines for that? Ditka, Ditka. Sure, but, I'm, Dicka, but I'm talking remember? about the other people. Like what? What? I would have been like, and it was a blowout. It was a blowout. It was like a no big deal. Why are you doing that? And and giving Walter Payton, who was a class actor right. and a great player, and. and and Payton Rob has an argument for the best running back ever. Because he was on bad teams. Remember that for most of his career, bad teams where he was the entire show, didn't have great quarterbacks, and yet he still was going to get you 15, 1,600 yards in a season. So, But, yeah, I mean, running backs, like I said, most of the all-time greats didn't win Super Bowl. So it's totally different with them, uh, I think, even more so than with defensive players. All right, uh, it is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, 877 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Did the voters get it right? I say Cooper Cooper, Cooper Cup was the rightful MVP of the Super Bowl. Rob says it should have been Aaron Donald. Who say you? 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media sports and more every week explore some amazing facts about human nature and more listen to the fifth hour with ben maller on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast it's the i couple 
live from the Fox Sports Radio studios on a Magic City Monday, a football Monday, a Super Bowl Monday. And if Season's you're dealing with over. a dead battery, go to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. What were you saying, Rob? I said season's over, and it's good. I mean, I'm one of those guys, Chris, that want the season to go away so that I could have anticipation of next year and it coming back. I'm not one of these guys who wants to watch football all year. I mean, the NFL's over, the season's over, it was great, and now I can – you know, focusing on the NBA, the playoffs, baseball, you know, once they get uh, going. They're going to play? kind of – what's that? <laughs> They're they going to play? play eventually. I, uh, yes, <laughs> I hope so at least. But uh, I did trash them for tomorrow because, you know, oh. the announcement should have been today after the Super Bowl that they had an agreement, you know what I mean? And pitchers right. and catchers are going to spring training next week. Well, they were watching that the Super been Bowl nice. like everybody else. Yeah. yeah, that but that nah, would have been I mean, nice. look, it, it, seasons are good. I think that does create anticipation. Yeah, and, and the like bottom it. line is players need rest. I mean, but um, yeah, it was a great season. It was a phenomenal season, right? Yeah, I, I don't I thought, know. We talked yeah. about it last week. I thought yeah, it was a I, great I was, regular I, season. There was too many awesome, injuries like and too many players. I didn't get to really see. I thought that's well, what took away from there's always injuries. It. I mean, yeah, but I, big I, names. I thought the parody, the parody was phenomenal. Um, the playoffs, especially, but just regular season. Not even. the early round, great. but but later on it got better. Just the first uh, Thomas. round, yeah, but the last yeah, three Thomas in Iowa. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Thomas? Hey, what's up, y'all? Man, what you up? know what? Um, I They got to do something about the rule because last two minutes, like, you don't run the ball in fourth and one. It was clear who was the big impact. Donald was just tearing it yes. off. He got. He was the man. He should have got the award, and I, I was just surprised by that. They didn't get it right. Yep. So Thomas, when you say you. change the rule, I mean you got, said change the rule. You just yeah, mean they need get to, it to open get it, it up and give defensive over. players a chance. Yeah, give the different players a, a chance because uh, you know, like that that had to be a big factor. Oh, you talking about was, when the vote takes place? Yeah, yeah when the when vote gets yeah, place. because they're right. they're supposed to take it at the, before the two minute warning or something right. like that. Right? Yeah, and, and, and here, I agree a, with that. Here's Technology another, today, Rob. There's no excuse to have to do it at with with a few you know with time left in the game. No, no, you can do it right you, after. You just the don't game. have to do it like that. Wait for the game to be over. Right. Like like Absolutely. like your technology your vote, today. Like you, get your voters. Send them something, you know what I mean? Text them something, but, and they but reply Chris, with their If vote. you do it with two with two minutes to go, right, according to Pro Football Especially Talk. Especially nowadays. But but imagine with, if Joe Burrow threw, like, instead of going for it on fourth down and one, he threw a, a touchdown. No, I, I'm totally right? with you. I'm totally like, like with you. Would, that, that, what, you're going to tell me that, that no still Cooper Cup would have be been doing the, that nowadays. Right. Yep. Terrible. That's no terrible. doubt. No doubt. Steven in El Paso, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Steven? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Doing Love the good, show. Good, man. How are you? Um, Thank you. Thank good, you. good, good. And, uh, Rob, uh, you know what? You guys, you are always spot on when it comes to Brady and the goat and all that business. Uh, Thank you. Cup, Cup I think, I, w- I would be fine with either one of them. I had no problem with the decision. I thought the Cup should have been the MVP over Karen Rogers, you know. But that's wow. me. Um, yeah. But let me let me but, say this to you, Stephen. Just one. He was offensive player of the year. Yeah, he was up. But let me say this: he yep. didn't even set the single season record, and he had one more game than Calvin Johnson. I think that's 
Don't you? Yeah. He had one more game and didn't even set the single season record. Well, that, that's true. But Calvin ate. Megatron was, you know. No, I'm just <laughs> saying that's just a way of yeah. looking at it. You know what I mean? True. To say true. as great as his season was, he had an extra game and still didn't break the record. But go ahead. Right. Hey, can I touch base on Stafford real quick? Yes, real quick. Yeah, quick. Go ahead. Okay, because he went 0-3 in Detroit, but he was 4-0 in one season in L.A. Now, to me, that's I, I get your point. But to me, that's kind of like, say, what's, what's the best award that a radio guy can win, right? I don't know what, what the, their Tonys or Emmys or what Mar- they are. Mar- Marconi, say, a Marconi okay, award. Okay, so say you go to a, a place in the middle of Oklahoma somewhere where, you know, maybe like WKRP in Cincinnati back in the day, you remember the show. Sure. On a, on a well-run team, so to speak, look what Stafford was able to do compared to a not-so-well-run team. Granted, he had Sue, and granted, he had Megatron. But that was about it. Only you know, thing, Stephen, real quick, and I'm, I'm going to get Please. to Tim real quick. Last thing. Go for it. Joe yep. Burrow got to the Super Bowl in his second year and a franchise, an organization that is cheap, doesn't even have an indoor facility, uh, hadn't, right. made the play, hadn't made the Super Bowl since 1988-89. So right. uh, one First guy can change it. to ever do that. Yeah, yeah, but, but Marino, one guy can't make it. It's not common. And, and Marino went to the Super Bowl, right, in, in his second year. I'm just saying – Franchise quarterbacks can change an organization faster. That's all. All right, last guy. Let's go to uh, Tim in Atlanta. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tim? Yo, what's up, fellas? What up, Newt? Mellow what up, Tim. brother? How you doing? <laughs> hey, what's Tim. going on? Chilly Tim. That's right. I'm chilling, yeah. I'm what was chilling. your line name, man? Candy Cane. <laughs> you were nice. <laughs> you you sound, nice like with you, the cane? You sound nice like with the cane? The, Okay. I'm still nice with Decane, baby. I'm still nice with Decane. I was, hey. I was, I was style, aka the prophet. That was okay. my line. Okay, name. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, they, for, they saw Kane. the style that the brother had. You sound like you could be dancing at uh, Magic City with that candy cane name. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know Even what my I other lived, line name I, was? I lived in States. Atlanta. My other line name was States Evidence because oh, I was so light. <laughs> it was state's <laughs> evidence. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm glad to forget those times. but uh. <laughs> That's a good one. But, you know, Rob, I've been here in Atlanta for 13, 14 years now. Never been to Magic City, man. Never been. Tim, I'm, I'm, I'm right. Serious. My man, my kind of Tim, brother. Tim, let me tell you, unless you got you religious reasons. Nothing, man. Tim. Huh? It's a it's an institution, my brother. Go to Magic City. No, so is, uh, go to have the chicken like, wings. So is church. Wings. I'm like my brother Chris. I'm an ordained minister as well. Oh, my oh, man, well, that's my lying. man. I mean, all my right, man. I get it. My man. That's yeah, totally, totally different. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it is the iCouple. I'm Chrissy's Rob. We are waiting on the Hall of Famer, the Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, Rod Woodson. All right, Chris, Rob, let me ask you this. I, I want to ask yeah. you this. Is, is James Harden, is he trying, Chris, to clean up his image because maybe he was faking it with the Nets and by missing some games, you know what I mean? Like, no, my ham think string was really. Am I being too, too, too much no, into it? No, to, I, do you see what I'm saying? Well, like, I, like I, I it, it would give things, him an excuse right. on why right. he wasn't playing, and then it doesn't look as bad if he all of a sudden is playing overnight 
when he wasn't playing for the Nets. Right. I think that's some of it. I think that's some of it. Nobody believes he was hurt. Even the in-depth reporting that's come out, it just he was sulking. He just was trying to – it was really the same thing he did in Houston. Uh, but you're right. I mean, you it gives you an alibi, right, that uh, the hammy's still banged right. up. It's sore, you know, and you never know when it's sore or not. So we can't say definitively. But, um, but Rob, again – I don't know. It just, and I get it. He's been in the league several, you know, I don't know, 13, 14. Chris, I think you can't do that. Year. No, uh, no, I'm just saying I, 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 I just think that these guys, some of these players now, they don't give two hoots about the regular season. I really, I mean. No, but. but, but and I, we, we talk about it all the time. Some players don't love the game in all these sports. Yep. I'm just like, where's the love? And, and, Chris, and Ben Simmons, even worse. It's it, but but the All Star Game is a showcase for the fans. You can't lose sight. You're an entertainer. Like it's there's a part of it, Chris, that's entertaining. You have a night. The great players all come together. It's supposed to be something special. The whole league is on display. It matters. It it does matter. I, and I and I mean from the standpoint, I'm not saying to go out there and get hurt or do anything crazy. Right. But but there is an obligation because I, I remember when I was covering the league, Chris, and going to the All Star game, and Michael Jordan didn't speak to the media. Uh, he he, you know the the, the big media, you know uh, right, availability right. right before the All Star game, and Stern blew a gasket, and that was the last time that ever happened. You know what I mean? And right. and I remember him saying, "You can't do this." Like Stern fans want to hear from leader. You. Yeah, I, I I just think Rob. I, and I hate to say this, as a huge basketball fan, I am so over the All-Star game. It's almost like the Pro Bowl. It really is. Like, so the should game they get rid of it, Chris? Joke. Are you there? Are you? Uh, uh, I'm not there because it wow. can be salvaged. And it's gotten better, you know, with the rules they put in last year and the year before. It's gotten a little better, but it's still, Rob, not what it used to be, I'd say pre-2014. I just think now it's and, and you know this too, and I'm not gonna be. We're not gonna be there the whole weekend. No, some of it's not the players' fault. And here's what I mean: All Star Weekend for the NBA is like the Super Bowl week for the NFL, right? And there's you know so much going on all week. So players and and reporters and corporate people get in on Thursday, if Big not Wednesday. Parties, right? There's parties Thursday. There's stuff going on all day Friday, then parties Friday night. Stuff going on all day Saturday, then parties Saturday night. And I mean, Rob, you know this. Players are going to do marketing stuff. The league's got them going to do stuff Friday and Saturday. Their own, you know, personal brands. They got stuff they're doing. Then they got parties those nights. By the time, even for me, by the time the game comes around, Rob, on Sunday night, You're wiped out. It feels like an afterthought, right? right. I'm wiped right. out. I'm not even playing anything, and you know what I mean. So I, I do get that the players are just like, my, good. I mean, it's just an afterthought now, where it used to be the centerpiece of the weekend. So I think that's a factor, but it's also just the way the game is now and how they shoot 133s, and then when you drive to the lane, it's the the defense splits like the Red Sea. Right. And there's wide open. It's just not fun to watch anymore unless they they compete. Like last year, I remember, was it the fourth quarter? 
they did compete late, and that was nice. But it's still I, – I, I, I hope it does – it's the same this year. But, Rob, the pattern, man, it's not just the All-Star game, but it's just too many guys that are collecting – I hate to say it, they're collecting a check, some of these dudes. It, it, it's disappointing because uh, it just wasn't like that. And I hate to sound like the old guys on the radio, Chris, right? right? But, but it, it just – it shouldn't be passe. The regular season shouldn't be passe. And this night shouldn't right, be passe right. where people just don't don't have an interest in going out and being with the greatest. It's a short ride. And I get the money, Chris. I get it. But one day you wake up and it's all over. And the camaraderie and the playing with people yep, and those moments, you know, it's not forever. It, it's not you're forever. Right. So so one day you're not you're gonna be on the outside and go talk to a lot of NBA players, Chris. Who once they stop they playing, they would die to go back. Rob, they would die. Know? Like like you yep. one, they used to be able to get into all the restaurants and clubs. And Chris, once you stop playing, they don't remember. I know I'm not talking about the stars, but I'm talking right, about a right, lot right. of the other Most regular guys players, aren't superstars. Right? Oh yeah, no doubt. No, some of these guys, Rob, you know this. Some of the non-stars, they're bigger. Like if they've gotten into the media. A good number of them are bigger now than they were as players. Right. I mean, more recognizable, more of a voice. Because they were the seventh man or, you know what I mean, like a role player. And nobody really was going to them for the huge quotes. Now they got a voice. And so you're, you're right in that dudes need to cherish it. You're still a young man when you retire. You're younger than 40 in most cases. You got the rest of your life to, to do whatever you want to do. And we're just saying it's not really ripping the players. Just saying cherish it. Rob, you know this with Michael Jordan. I don't want to, you know, oh, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. But Jordan used to play 82 games a year. Like, the last week of the season, their, their seeding is set. He's and still they playing. playing. Right. Not worrying about, am I going to get hurt? Do I need rest? They played. And I give LeBron credit like that. Because, you know, people criticize LeBron. Oh, he's playing 37, 38 minutes a night. He's trying to get his number. That's what you want. I want the best player in the league or one of them to want to go out there and play. I, yeah, he's chasing Kareem. So what? It, who out there played a sport and didn't want individual accolades? Real what'd talk. You make, what, what'd you make of the LeBron passing with Kareem with the, with the playoff points together? Like, what was that weird? Look, I mean, should it be recognized? I'm fine recognizing it. No, I, it no, wasn't but I mean, celebrated. I, but but I thought it was going to be once he passed the regular season record, right? Well, that is when it that is when it'll be huge. Right? Like okay. it, this wasn't really. Yeah, people didn't make a big deal out of this. Right. Um, right. They tried, few tried, but he'll because Rob, you know how it is. They used to have best of three playoff series. Right. Best of five playoffs. It's just not, not the same. Not seven. Chris, it was yeah. – was, uh, You got yeah. so many more playoff games now. You know what I mean? So that's that's why that isn't as ballyhooed and, and important as the regular season scoring title. But when LeBron gets that, yeah, oh, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be crazy. All right, we got Rob Woods in the Hall of Famer coming up next. Keep it locked. Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination, offering free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Our next guest knows what the Rams feel like today because he won a Super Bowl himself. He's a Hall of Famer. Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, our man, Rob Woodson. Rob, what up, brother? What's happening? What's up, my brothers from another mother? Great How to you? talk to you, brother, as always. Let's get right to it because we're yes, short we on time. Yes, we need to get in here, yes. Um, you, okay, I want to ask you, that you got two perspectives on this. You were a great defensive player, and also you were a defensive back, so you had to cover receivers. You know what that's all about. Who did you think deserved the MVP Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald? Or Matthew oh, Stafford. Let's throw them all three in there. if you think it was somebody else. Well, no, I, I didn't think uh, Matthew Stafford deserved it. I mean, he did have, um, you know, three touchdowns, but he did have two picks. You know, people want to blame the first pick on uh, Ben Saranek, but that ball was low and away from him, and he tried to get his hands on it. You know, it would have been better off just let it go into the ground. Um, so I don't think that – you can say that, you know, Matthew Stafford should have had it. Uh, you know, it was between Cooper Cup and and Aaron Donald. At the end, I just thought Aaron Donald was just so dominant yep. down the back stretch. And, yeah, you know, Cooper Cup had his eight receptions for 90-some yards, two touchdowns. But Aaron Donald was crushing those guys. You know, once they kind of they adapted to what they were doing, they saw what they were doing, they were moving the center always to Aaron's side. And then once Raheem went to a more of a, you know, what we call wide rush, right, and then he started bringing up somebody to the side of the center where their center couldn't slide to Aaron, and then they started playing games away, you know, that's when, you know, that's when the Rams had their way at it. And I, I thought Aaron Donald, I thought his, the way he closed the game, uh, I just thought that he he should have been the uh, defense or the uh, uh, Super Bowl MVP uh, because you don't find that many times where a defensive player gets to do that, uh, and he's that dominant. Where you know a guy that has two touchdowns, a lot of receivers have two touchdowns in us in the Super Bowl, and only 92 yards. I mean, a lot of guys have done that. So uh, what he did uh, was uh, is not normal. Put it so, that way. Do you think that? And we know Von Miller was an MVP, and Larry Brown was an MVP. I mean, it's not that many, but. Defensive players get the short end of the stick. Even uh, when Tom Brady and the Patriots beat the Rams. Remember, the Rams averaged 35 points that year. They scored three points in that Super Bowl, but it went to a wide receiver. Do you think defensive players get overlooked? Oh, They get overlooked everywhere. I mean, they get overlooked (laughs) when you're talking about, you know, the, the top players in the league. Uh, they get over, uh, overlooked in pay. Uh, the quarterbacks always make more money. I mean, you think about the quarterbacks normally are the ones getting the MVPs in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's just like that's like a right. norm. Right, right. right. And this, not even that, but the, then, you know, league MVP always goes to a quarterback. So it's very rare that another position gets to have that honor, um, you know, you know, a couple of Super Bowls ago, Edelman had the honor to be the MVP as a receiver, right? But it's rare, and I just think that, you know, I don't even know who votes on it, um, but 
you know, they need to mix up whoever's voting. They need to mix that thing up a little bit more. Rod, do you think Cincinnati – I'm not saying that they'll get back to the Super Bowl next year, or even make the playoffs, because that's tough to do. It's tricky. But do you think they're here to stay, like as a, you know, as a perennial playoff team for the most part? Or do you think they go the way of the Philadelphia Eagles after they won their Super Bowl, even though Cincinnati didn't even win? But, you know, and they just fade away and, and become another team. Well, you know, what's hard is, you know, they had so many different guys from two years ago – you know, they had six or seven new starters on defense, right? And can they keep all those guys? You know, or do they have more turnover? Um, you know, every year, even even talking about the Rams, you know, just because you did it the same, this, you know, just because you won this way this year doesn't mean you're going to win next year the same way. So I think it's the same thing with, uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, just because they were so – you know, dominant, and they did come back from a lot of games uh, late in games throughout the year, and their defense played sporadic here and there. And you know, chasing those guys are dynamic, and Mixon was a better runner. Doesn't mean they're going to be the same next year. So, do they have all the talent? Absolutely. Um, the question would be for me was, who is their leader? And if the leadership is there, which I think, you know, Joe Burrow, he's young. But he seems like he's that that guy for their offense. And if they have that same type of leadership on the defensive side, then they can be here for a little while. Hey, hey, Rod, let's get your talk, your take on people have gone off the deep end about uh, Matthew about Stafford. Seconds. About yeah. real quick about him being uh, uh, in the Hall of Fame. He he wasn't on the All Decade team. No All Pro, no MVP, one Come Pro on, Bowl. Sean McVay don't, said. Don't, Sean McVay said this. Come on, Rod. Ridiculous, don't. right? Well, first of all, Sean McVay's not in the Hall of Fame, so Sean McVay doesn't even know what greatness looks like. So that's You're the first thing. Of it. Secondly, and 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 he should say that of his guy, right? That's what coach coaches should feel that way about their players. No, I don't know if they should feel that he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Does he have good numbers? Yeah, he has good numbers. But has he ever been the – this is my point. This is my point. We got, with, we got to run. We got to go, go run, yeah, Rod. Yeah. It's a hard out, but we it. got your answer. No. All right, it's the I Cover. One hour left. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio.